Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. Well, here's a song you might not have heard all that many times because we've never recorded this song. That's right. I wish what we would. What is wrong with us? We it. wrote this. Tracy wrote this song, actually. And, uh, it's recording. Well, all right. We're going to record it right now. It's going over the air live. Hi, everybody out there.
you so much. At 95.7, this is KDRT, Low Power FM for Davis, California. And my name is Jim, and this is Live Tracks for yet another Thursday. Hmm. Good evening, Davis. That was a cool concert. It was a Saturday back then, but it was November 17, 2018. And we were all down at the Davis Senior Center for a very, very nice benefit concert for the folks that had uh, had the fire at that point quite recently up in Paradise, California. It was a successful fundraiser also. Music was great. And it's just so wonderful to see the people in this town turn out. We did do a broadcast, live broadcast from down at the Senior Center. That's a song you just heard from it. And so I don't know how many people were listening that day. There was a good steady stream of cars pulling up in front and dropping off donations, even if they couldn't find the time to come in and dance and play around with the, the, the I don't know, maybe even a couple thousand people that were there. So, well, you know, it's time to kick off the holiday season. Baseball is officially over. For another few months anyway. And Aaron Judge has come out on top of the free market list. Aaron Judge hitting 62 home runs this year for the New York Yankees. 130 RBIs. And yes, He's going free agent, so for those of you that don't know what that means, it means that he's on the market. He's taking all offers. Nobody's got a contract they can hold over his head at this point. And considering that he was MVP in the American League and hit 62 home runs, yada, yada, I would say that he's right now he's looking upwards of a contract that would be for $300 million. That's right, folks. So if the Giants want them, they're going to have to spend more than $300 million. Well, it won't cost you $300 million to get the 15-foot inflatable Rudolph with a blinking nose. You can plop this on your front yard if you've got a front yard big enough to hold it. So what about this 15-foot inflatable Rudolph is going to make you want to get one. Well, it's a inflatable Rudolph that stands nearly two stories tall with lights in the neck, body, and tail. It's made from a durable tear-resistant polyester and includes stakes and tethers, presumably to hold it down. Now, it folds up to something in the neighborhood of 18 and a quarter feet by 15 feet. Is that right? It's got to be smaller than that. Anyway, whatever it is, <laughs> comes with an AC plug. <laughs> Let's plug that one into your grid. But wait, you can't have just the 15-foot inflatable Rudolph with a blinking nose. Dear me, no. How about the 12-foot head-turning Grinch. 
for all those people that are a little skeptical about the holiday season, it's 12 feet. It moves his head side to side looking for who's and guests. It's uh, based on, of course, the 66 cartoon. He's wearing his custom lights illuminate the interior of a show-stopping display. I think they needed to... Um, right. Built-in air blower. And yeah, you know how this works. Makes lots of noise, sucks up electricity, takes up your entire front yard, scares the dogs, freaks out the neighbors, and nothing says the holiday season more than the 12-foot head-turning green and red Grinch. The bee! Could you state that as a question, please? Well, sure, Mr. President. Where can I get a job? Many busy executives ask me, what about the job displacement market program in the city of the future? That's right. Well, count on us to be there. Because if we're lucky tomorrow, we won't have to deal with questions like yours ever again. Thank you for question. Exit left to Funway. Mr. President, I'd like to introduce you to... Hello. Always glad to talk to you. You know, when you clock the human race with the stopwatch of history, it's a new record every time. That's a cute story, Mr. President. And who loses? People like you. Bernie! Well, and you. Uh, Clem. People who are altered. Stop, Mr. President, please stop. Now, I know it means nothing to you. I'm only a clone, but you've got such a wonderful job and you're doing it so well. You know, we bozos have a saying. When you put on the nose, Could you state it grows. It question. It grow- Read to. Thank you very much. You'll be getting a handsome Simulfax copy of your own words in the mail soon. No. And my reply. By golly, Mr. President. Thank you for the question. Exit right to Well, you know, David Aguilar knows all about Nepal and what happened in Nepal because he's from California. And I feel a little shaking around coming Yeah, and that means that means and this is true of all of us. We're all standing on shaky ground. Isn't that right, David? You, you got it, Barry, you got it. Ever since you put 
put me down My car got repossessed this morning Hundred times I have enough this for you Girl, you better throw me a life preserver Cause I'm about to drown in my own tears I'm standing on shaky ground Ever since you put me down
Okay, we've taken care of the outside. How about the dinosaur table lamp? That's right, folks. It's a prehistoric giant, and you can put it right there in your bedroom or game room or your den. Heck, just plop that thing right down in your living room. only requires one 7-watt bulb, which is included. It's got an on-off switch. That's right, and you can get either a Brontosaurus or a Tyrannosaurus Rex. So complete that decor in your living room. Barry Melton and friends down at the hall on the 11th of July, 2015. Doing a nice little groove there, standing on shaky ground. And, of course, well... Back to the job displacement program, and now coming up, I'm going to try and get into the memory readout. Mr. President, I'd like to introduce you to... Clem. Hello. Always nice to see you. Clem. You know... The springhead of this country. Oh, all right, stop, Mr. Wha- President. Mr. President, stop, please. Now listen to me. This is worker speaking. Hello. Hello. How are you? State maintenance question. Uh, uh, fine, thanks. No, no. Read me Dr. Memory. Amrad is not sure I understand you fully. Could you state that as a question, please? Read me, Dr. Memory? Sistat, direct readout, uptime 9.01, 9 hours, hey man, ask him a question. 44 seconds. Amofax shuffle time, less than 1% of freight drain. Log fire. Five jobs, two detached. Minimum entry, gate one, totaling so balance national debt, three, a four, a five, a six, a boxcar. Gate to close. Okay, all right, that right, you're doing fine. But uh, this is a flip-flop, Springhead. Flip-flop? Right. Now, I'm going to ask you a question that you won't be able to answer. 
I am not sure I understand you fully. Log out runoff memory. A. The system is less energetic if domains of opposite direction alternate. NPM read MACNAM. PNP read MACNAM. Password maximum output resource yield. Illegal entry. Try again. Yes, we're going to try again. Open your gate, doctor. Sis. Bob. That's right. Dad. Bob. Mom. Yes, yes, yes. Dad. Dad. It's repeating. Memory. Direct redoubt, Dr. Memory. Thank you, thank you. Now, now, doctor, I'm speaking to you, doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, something the leprechauns asked me when I was a sprout in Indiana has always puzzled me. Uh, uh, doctor, <clears throat> question, evaluate. Mm-hmm. Why does the porridge bird lay his egg in the air? Laugh, run away, makes no Read unhappy MacNam, unhappy MacNam, sistat uptime nine. I have oh, been awake for nine hours, two minutes, thirty six seconds. At answer here, I'm as tired of it as you are, and I hope that, that our children will come to love us again in some better world than this. Damn. Thank you for question. Okay, it's Exit me, Center to Funway.
Richie Lawrence from a performance down at the hall. Uh, do I have a date on that? Yeah, 7th of November, 2013. That would have placed it on the very, very special night of September se- or November 7, 2013, when I got what's arguably turned out to be my best uh, consistent recording of Kurt Rogley and Martin Lewis, me and him, playing guitar down there. I've got a few recordings, and they all show a lot of talent, and there's some great songs on all of them, but uh, I'm particularly captivated by a couple of the recordings from that evening. And so, yeah, Richie was down there with his gang, Keith Carey, you would have heard there. Call me back. And then you had uh, the memory readout, and they were freaking out down there uh, in Fun Fountain Town. And here's something. If the if the uh, dinosaur lamp and the 15-foot inflatable, um, gosh, I've even forgotten what it was, Rudy, 15 inflatable foot, anyway, if that doesn't do it for you, <laughs> this will make a, a real lifestyle statement. <clears throat> It's a nostalgic grilled cheese toaster. Now, before you get skeptical and say, Jim, what happens when you put cheese into a toaster and melt it? Well, what do you think happens? (laughs) Which is why it made the list. You simply grab a slice of cheese and two pieces of bread and pop it into their extra-wide, cleverly designed toaster. Hot, melty, and ready in minutes. You can make two sandwiches at the same time. It's got adjustable heat. Um, ah, something about a uh, cord, and, and it says it's easy cleaning. <laughs> uh, well, easy for who? Does it have like a hole in the bottom that you just open up and let all of the... Well, you get the point. But just in case that doesn't quite, a little skeptical on that one. Okay, how about the, because these are all great gift ideas, folks, and there's not that much time left. You know, it's going to be here before we know it. So I'm trying to do my civic duty. How about the tortilla blanket? (laughs) Roll into a burrito in front of the TV or with a good book in our ultra soft round blanket printed with the Toasty brown spots of a delicious tortilla. And this is machine washable, 100% soft polyester knit, imported 60-inch diameter. Yep. So there's two more. What can I say? This is KDRT and Live Tracks in Davis. Now, where do you come from? I, I come from the shadows, Mac. Oh, hold. Start Chinese fireworks early at 701. Start fireworks 703. Reactivate restroom 705. Start emergency Mount Morgan Plano review. Thank you. Now, what do you want? I told you, I want to see Dr. Uh, hold. I read Gypsy Doctor. Oh, wait a minute. Is that is that Dr. Uh, Repeat, I read Gypsy Doctor. Can't remember, the, remember, that's what I'm here to see, Dr. Memory. Laugh, run away. That is an illegal program. Tough grid, Mac, that's who I am. Well, 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 we'll just have to see the doctor about this. Hello, doctor. How are you? The doctor is on. Good, doctor. 
Nice to see you operating. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> that's very logical. All right, Doc, this is it. Gird your grit for a big one. Why does the porridge bird lay his egg in the air? No. Why does perished bird's leaves its hex in the air? No. Why is dove and perished bard's lazy leg in the air? No. Why is ass the poor rich barn hong delay laser's edge in the fair? No. The doctor is unhappy. unhappy. Is the doctor turned off? No. Well, if you're turned on, aren't you happy? No. Are you a machine that only answers no? No. Then you can answer a question yes. Yes. Can't you answer my question yes or no? Yes. Please choose, doctor. No shoes, doctor. No. Ah, but you just did choose, doctor. No. Doctor. You're lying. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me, don't excuse me. Ah, Clem, you're making not making the doctor unhappy happy. I'm not making the doctor anything. You're on, aren't you? Yeah. Do you remember the past, doctor? Yeah. Gypsy doctor. Do you remember the future? Yeah. Forget it, Tim. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. Fireworks are over. Only the smoke remains, clouding my great crystal balls. <sighs> Is there uh, anything you didn't understand about your future, Mr. Um, um, uh, oh, uh, Barney. Barney, Mr. Barney. Yes. Barney, well, now, now I won't say that I um, understand everything, but it was certainly uh, different and... Oh, uh, yes, well, well worth a dollar. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much. Make sure that you remember it. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, how could I uh, for forget that, <laughs> you know? Doctor. Doctor, yes, doctor. Yes. Well, so long. Oh, uh, as you get off the wagon, please, will you tell your friend, that little sailor, to step up? Oh, oh, certainly. I, I think I can do Thank that. you. Hey, Clem. What? Clem. What? Hey, the little sailor's the last guy, oh. and he's weird with a beard. Listen, I'm going to hitch up the horses. We'll be ready to go. No, no, leave the horses in the wagon. Yeah, yeah, it's all downhill from here. Oh, look out, look out, here he is. <clears throat> ah, the balls are clearing again. The right one is the sun, and the left one is the moon. Put what you want between them, and your future begins. Aha. I see you are a sailor.
Natalie Cortez and the Ultraviolets. Dave's Song. And before that, you heard the wrap-up there, Where Do You Come From? Firesign Theater, all of that courtesy of the Firesign Theater album came out about 1969. I think we're all bozos on this bus. Call me back, Richie Lawrence and the Yolos. Mm hmm. I think I already covered that earlier. So now I'm back to now, which is, I think, time for me to go ahead and touch base on this day in Beatles history. Let me go ahead and prepare myself. You all want to go ahead and Get a quick refreshment. So November 17th through the years for the Beatles. Nineteen sixty one. There were performances at noontime at the Cavern Club in Liverpool and in the evening at the Village Hall in Nottyash, Liverpool. 1962. They'd taken a step up career-wise, recording of performances for Grenada TV's People and Places, which is broadcast later. 1963, they did a concert at the Coventry Theater in Coventry. That was the Beatles' autumn tour. By now, they had been the object and the focus of a lot of press and popular carrying on. A couple of number one singles, a number one album in the United Kingdom, and... They hadn't even played on the Ed Sullivan show yet, which would have been February of 64. So, And I've mentioned this before, but I'll go ahead and say this again for those of you that missed that episode. Uh, the movie A Hard Day's Night is commonly believed to have been based on the Beatles' day-to-day -day existence in 1963 as they toured... England, and Scotland, and Wales. Which would make sense. It was, um, 1964, they were at the Playhouse Theater in Manchester for about four hours, starting at 7.30 in the evening. They also recorded for BBC's Top Gear, and they recorded a few of their old classics that came out on their early albums, I'm a Loser, Honey Don't, which is a favorite of Ringo's now that he tours with his own band. She's a Woman, Everybody's Trying to Be My Baby, I'll Follow the Sun. And interestingly, the only live recording of I'll Follow the Sun 
was done on this day, I guess with the BBC. I'll have to see if I can track that down and bring that in. Also, they did I Feel Fine. So a lot of the early stuff, 1964, they were um, recording at the BBC. And so all of those were live recordings. They just did them right there. And so as far as my show is concerned, things like that, it's a real treasure trove. Oftentimes, sound quality may not have been anywhere near what they could have gotten had they had the esteemed staff at EMI and Parlophone of Jeff Emmerich and Norman Smith and George Martin and all that. But, um, you know, that's the lure of live. 1965, Harry Moss cut the mono version of Rubber Soul. Harry Moss worked in the disc cutting room making masters. 1967, they were at Abbey Road, room 53, for a few hours, doing some mixing of I Am the Walrus. And then 1970, Ringo's son, Lee Starkey, was born at the Queen's Charlotte Hospital in London. There was a USLP release of the John Lennon album Double Fantasy in 1980 on this day. And then uh, in 2003, the Beatles uh, organization released a CD entitled Let It Be dot 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 Naked. And what they had done was gone back and taken away the Phil Spector parts of the original Let It Be album mix. And there's some real gems on there as far as um, the... There's three songs that I know of that are from the rooftop performance on that uh, CD. And so I've brought it in occasionally and played some of those. Maybe I'll do that again more or less on the anniversary of that January 29th, I believe it was, in um, 1969. And that's this date in Beatles history. So that'd be a good retro gift idea. Somebody who's a Beatles fan in your life doesn't have Let It Be Naked CD. Go ahead and get that for them. They'll enjoy it. And this is Live Tracks, KDRT in Davis, California.
Craig. Uh, right, what well, we'd like to do now the probably the greatest protest song ever written, which was, Gabe? Masters of War. Masters of War. <laughs> 
Army masters of war. You that build a big gun. You that build all the planes. You that build all the bombs. You that hide behind walls. You that hide behind desks. I just want you to know I can see through your mask. Never done nothing but build to destroy. You play with my world like it's your little toy. You put a gun in my hand and then you hide from my eyes. And you run and run faster when the fast bullets fly. Death takes its toll. No, 
all the money you made will never buy back your soul. At 95.7, this is KDRT Low Power FM in Davis, California. Started out that set of music after the look back on this day in Beatles history with a nice little guitar lick there from the Quitters. While my guitar gently weeps, George Harrison tune originally. Followed that up with two from the Bob Dylan tribute that took place down at the Odd Fellows Hall in 2016. The first song you heard there was Love is a Four Letter Word. That was Diana Craig on vocals. And then followed that up with Masters of War. Both songs written by Bob Dylan. That sung there by Kurt Rogley. I was reading recently in the aftermath of the missile attack on Ukraine by the Russians where they were estimated to have launched over 80 missiles and possibly as many as 100, that given the cost of each of those missiles, that the Russians spent about $800 million on those missiles. I think that fits out, fits real well with the song Masters of War and some of the sentiment there. Well, this is, after all, a holiday show, (laughs) live track style. And so, hey, let's take it on back down to reality here. How about a Santa Hawaiian shirt? You know, I've, I've seen some pretty wild Hawaiian shirts out there over the years. People out here in California, they really, some of them, they've got quite the selection. So if you don't have a Santa Hawaiian shirt, then, uh, you know, this this could be the one for you. And let's see, I think it's got, uh, yeah, coconut husk buttons. And it says here, a broadcloth weave that will get even softer over time. So you got that to look forward to. But if that doesn't do it for you, how about light-up gnome earrings? That's right. 
got these little hats and, uh, you know, the things. It's a gnome with a, you know, a furry cap on, big pudgy nose, things like that. Lightweight LEDs blink red and blue. There is an on-off switch. <laughs> well, why would you ever, if you're going to wear them, why would you ever turn them off? Indeed. With stainless steel ear wires. So, two more great gift ideas. KDRT and Davis, you're listening to Live Tracks. Good evening. Three weeks ago, the American spacecraft Discovery One left on its half-billion-mile voyage to Jupiter. This marked the first manned attempt to reach this distant planet. Earlier this afternoon, the World Tonight recorded an interview with the crew of Discovery at a distance of 80 million miles from Earth. Our reporter, Martin Amer, speaks to the crew. The crew of Discovery One consists of five men and one of the latest generation of the HAL 9000 computers. Three of the five men were put aboard asleep, or to be more precise, in a state of hibernation. We spoke with Mission Commander Dr. David Bowman and his deputy, Dr. Frank Poole. Well, good afternoon, gentlemen. How's everything going? Marvelous. Have no... <laughs> we have no complaints. Well, I'm very glad to hear that, and I'm sure that the entire world would join me in wishing you a safe and successful voyage. Thanks very much. Thank you. The sixth member of the Discovery crew was not concerned about the problems of hibernation, for he was the latest result in machine intelligence the HAL 9000 computer. Good afternoon, Hal. How's everything going? Good afternoon, Mr. Amer. Everything is going extremely well. Hal, you have an enormous responsibility on this mission. In many ways, perhaps the greatest responsibility of any single mission element. Does this ever cause you any lack of confidence? Let me put it this way, Mr. Amer. The 9000 series is the most reliable computer ever made. No 9,000 computer has ever made a mistake or distorted information. We are all, by any practical definition of the words, foolproof and incapable of error. Well, hell, I'm damned if I can find anything wrong with it. Yes. I would recommend that we put the unit back in operation and let it fail. X-ray Delta-1, this is Mission Control. We concur with your plan to replace number one unit to check fault prediction. We should advise you, however, that our preliminary findings indicate that your onboard Niner Triple Zero computer is in error predicting the fault. I say again, in error predicting the fault. Sorry about this little snag, fellas. I hope the two of you are not concerned about this. No, I'm not, Al. This sort of thing has cropped up before. And it has always been due to human error. Well, I'm sure you're right, Hal. Um, fine. Thanks very much. Hal, despite your enormous intellect, are you ever frustrated by your dependence on people to carry out actions? Not in the slightest bit. I enjoy working with people. I have a stimulating relationship with Dr. Poole and Dr. Bowman. Thank you. 
Do you read me? Hello, Hal. Do you read me? Do you read me, Hal? Affirmative, Dave. I read you. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. What's the problem? I think you know what the problem is just as well as I do. This mission is too important for me to allow you to jeopardize it. I don't know what you're talking about, Hal. I know that you and Frank were planning to disconnect me. And I'm afraid that's something I cannot allow to happen. 
Where the hell did you get that idea, Hal? Dave, although you took very thorough precautions in the pod against my hearing you, I could see your lips move. Hal, I won't argue with you anymore. Open the doors. Dave, this conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. Hal? 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 In talking to the computer... Love.
This is KDRT in Davis, California. Down here at the radio station, we have a computer that runs automation and does other things for us and for you. And every now and then over the years, it has had a mind of its own, so I took to calling it the HAL 9000. So I thought it only appropriate that for the holiday season <laughs> to go ahead and explain just exactly what that reference is referring to, which is from the movie 2001 A Space Odyssey. Those of you that did not see that movie for a variety of reasons, I'm sure all good ones, might want to check it out. It's kind of out there in a way. Um, probably wouldn't hurt if you took... Uh, well, I can't really mention that over the radio, but you know what I mean. What would a lava lamp be really useful for? What state of mind, maybe? Okay, there you go. It would help maybe loosen up the nuts and bolts in your brain and get the undercarriage lubed up and all that stuff if you were to... Um, well, anyway, so back to the HAL 9000. The HAL 9000 down here, since our fearless computer technician dude uh, installed a different operating card and upgraded this and that and the other thing, um, it has been cooperating more than it used to. My good buddy that does... Silver 9-volt heart, and before that he was doing the grapevine, and also he has done the Golden Road over the years quite a bit. So, Rod, I know that you've been burned a few times by the HAL 9000, and I think all of the people that are down here doing a radio show, um, there's two categories of programmers down here. There's one that's been burned by the HAL 9000, we all know who we are, and there's the other group that has not been burned by the HAL 9000, and um, I don't think there's anyone in that group currently. So there you go, having some fun with that. The HAL 9000, Bosch, a song written by um, Glenn Houston, The Quitters, performing that really cool song there from the Oddfellows performance. B-O-S-C-H, Bosch. And then Didn't I? That's a classic song that originally, I believe, it was the Delphonics that did that song back in the day. Early 70s soul music done quite ably here by a gentleman by the name of Mitch Easter. And according to the liner notes, he played all the instruments on that song and recorded it himself, which is no easy feat. Normally, I'm skeptical of a lack of collaboration and oversight in songs and music because person can be blind to things, says me. <laughs> so, in my humble opinion... But this guy managed to pull it off. Quite a cool, quite a cool uh, thing. So, going to change gears here a little bit. We've still got oh another 
40 minutes to go at least. So I'm going to go down to the Odd Fellows Hall. This was done the 4th February 2016 and had three very ingenious, talented musicians down there. Bob Armstrong, Keith Carey, and Meredith Axelrod. Now, Meredith Axelrod had done a performance up on stage or was preparing to do. I think she had already done hers. She did it early. And then um, Keith and Bob took the stage, and on the first song you'll be listening to here, <clears throat> uh, Meredith is playing the jug. And then on the second song, I believe the jug is being played by Bob Armstrong also, though he's doing other things. And I, there was a, he had a special harness thing that he could sort of suspend the jug around his neck and shoulders. Hadn't seen that done before. Well, anyway, let's give it a listen. Keith Carey, Bob Armstrong, and Meredith Axelrod at the Odd Fellows Hall. We're going to kick it off. The two called Dixon County Blues. It has nothing to do with the city of Dixon, but the county of Dixon in some other state. Okay. Thank you. 
Thank you, Meredith. Yeah, I am. Sounds like a train song or
know my baby, you know my baby said. You know my baby, you know my baby said. Put down the guitar, it's going to your head. Try to put it down, my finger stuck on a red. Try to put it down, my finger stuck on a red. So I kept on playing, I have stopped playing, yeah. I'm just a playing fool, that's what I do. Can't do it by myself, baby, I need you. You know my baby, you know my baby said. You know my baby, you know my baby said. Put down your guitar, it's going to your head. Sometimes I go too far But I'm on top of the world when I'm playing my guitar Do 
When I ask for a kiss or two, you just say not now, dear, somehow, dear. You're always too busy for my loving, too busy for my pattern. That is all that I've been getting from you. What's more, I ain't lying. It seems like you've been trying hard to shake me and that's making me blue. I can't understand your actions, but I'll get my satisfactions. Don't you worry, just you wait and see, dear. One day you'll be lonely, you'll want me only I'll just say that I'm too busy for you Satisfactions. Don't worry, just you wait and see, dear. One day you'll be lonely, and you will want me only. I'll just say. Welcome back, everybody. So that set of music was quite a bit different from some of the other tone I've sent for tonight's program. Here we are in the midst of, oh, the fall weather. Isn't it nice out? Holiday season. Great gift ideas. Dixon County Blues started out that set of music. Keith Carrie and Bob Armstrong, Meredith Axelrod playing the jug on that, followed by Railroad Bill, and that would have been Keith and Bob without Meredith, although there was a jug, and as I said, he had some kind of thing rigged up to where he could suspend the jug. Bob did. 4th of February, 2016, followed that up with Performance at the Parkside, 18th of October, 2019, celebrating the 40th anniversary 
of the Blue Mango, the opening of the Blue Mango restaurant. No longer there now, but the building, some of it, is still there in more or less the same shape. And it was fun to see Bill Scholler and Jan Peters, who had both played down there at the plaza many times at, at uh, Blue Mango, getting together once again, Jan from down in Washington State and Bill, who had uh, until very recently been over in Japan for a number of years. And also rounding out that group was Steve O'Neill on bass and uh, one of my favorite drummers. I've got quite a long list of favorite drummers here in the Yolo County, greater Yolo County area. Um, Bart Vanderzoo was on drums for that. And also Cedar Seeger filling out another guitar spot. And then finishing up with Meredith Axelrod, who specializes in turn-of-this-last-century music. Doing the song, um, I call it Too Busy, I'm Too Busy. Doing what Meredith does best, which is a maze, with her various interpretations of that music, but she's very, very much... Uh, an embedded musician, I guess, during the long virus and the isolation, things like that. Every day she was online giving a performance for any of us that wanted to tune in and reach out, so to speak. Well, this came across my desk the other day. This is from November 8th. I got this off the Associated Press, but I'm here to just bring this along. Um, okay, so this occurred down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And uh, security officers at the South Florida airport have reported finding a handgun hidden inside a raw chicken packed in a traveler's luggage. The Transportation Security Administration posted photos of the gun and poultry on its official Instagram account, weapon was recovered at the Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport. The Post did not identify the traveler who was transporting the weapon or whether any arrests were made. According to the TSA, fresh meat, seafood, and other non-liquid food items are permitted in both carry-on and checked bags as long as they are packed in ice. Unloaded firearms are allowed to be transported in checked bags, but they must be declared at the ticket counter and packed in a locked, hard-sided container. So, a couple of thoughts occurred to me on this when I read this. One, (laughs) if you wanted to go ahead and bring along a handgun and not draw attention to the fact that you weren't declaring it, would you pack it inside of a raw chicken? (laughs) Yeah, indeed. And then, of course, the, the second question is, why did the person feel as if they had to go to such lengths to do that? But it just goes to show when people are traveling... We just 
sometimes lose their minds. <laughs> KDRT in Davis. Sing along if you like. Once upon a time you dressed so fine, you threw the bums a dime in your prime. Didn't you? Ah, people call, say, beware, doll, you're bound to fall. You thought they were all like hitting you.
pretty people. They're all drinking, thinking that they got it made. I exchanging all precious gifts. You better take your diamond ring. You better pawn it, babe. You used to be so amused at Napoleon and rags and the language that he used. Oh, go go now and calls you. You can't refuse. When you got nothing, you got nothing to lose. You're invisible now. You got no secrets. Kurt Rogley once again on vocals for the song, How Do You Feel? Um, the manuscript for that, for the, the lyrics for that song written by Bob Dylan, sold for over $2 million around 2016. This has been Live Tracks on KDRT in Davis. I w- Next week won't be in. It will be Thanksgiving break, and so I'll be breaking and eating. And then the following week, first Thursday of December, come on down to the Odd Fellows Hall. We'll have ourselves a nice holiday show. Plus, you can help us celebrate our 100th show. 100th Thursday live show down at the Odd Fellows. That'll be the first Thursday of December. And while you're doing that, why not just go ahead and sport the squirrel sunshade? It's a sunshade that offers a realistic view of a car interior being decimated by out-of-control rodents, and it'll also keep your auto cool and block-damaging UV rays couple of suction cups to hold it in place, polyester laminate, you get the idea. And, uh, just, you know, being kind to each other. One Let's more. Just be kind to each other. What a, what a crazy idea. Let's try that. From Mumbo Gumbo. <laughs> okay. All right. Peace. <laughs>